Breast health is so important to us here at UAMS. And our mammo van is out on the streets, regularly traveling the state, offering efficient and quick screening mammogram services on the go. To tell us more about this innovative service is Heather Kindy, the supervisor of the UAMS mobile mammo van. This is UAMS Health Talk, the podcast by the University of Arkansas for Medical Sciences. I'm Caitlin White. Well, let's start off, Heather, with a bit about the history of the Mammovan program. What is the mission and purpose of this initiative? Well, our program originally started back several years ago. Our original unit actually was like a larger van with equipment that rolled on and off. And so it would have to be set up at the clinic we were at or or whatever our location was. That program stopped in 2007, and I was not involved with that. I joined in um, in 2010 when we kind of revamped our program, and now we have a true RV that's outfitted, so we're completely self-independent. We don't have to have, you know, access to any type of facility, which is really nice. You know, it, it kind of makes it a neat experience for patients to come on and off. And our mission is just to help the entire state. We are trying to help provide easier access to screening mammography. Our state of our 75 counties, about 25 of them do not have a mammogram facility within that county, so around a third of the state. Those, of course, are our target counties that we try to reach most frequently to give more accessibility. But we also realize that some of our counties that do have a facility, you know, that facility we may on one side of the county or the patient may have had a poor experience or a family member may have. Um, and so they just don't want to use that resource if they're local in their county. And so that's where we come in as another option there with uh, for the patients to, to be seen for their screening mammograms. Aside from accessibility, our mission is also just to help promote breast health, to make sort of a a fun event um, out of your mammogram. A lot of ladies will come to us in groups, friends together, or senior citizen group come in together and try to make it a little more fun and relaxed versus that main hospital setting. And then we also try to help the financial barrier as well. We work directly with a wonderful program here in our state called Breast Care, and that's something that we're able to directly sign patients up on. Um, It's just a few extra questions with the registration that we do, and that program provides coverage for the screening mammogram that we're performing, as well as any follow-up that could come. It also provides patients with a pap smear. Any of your local health departments would accept it, or some practitioners do. So you will also be able to get a mammogram coverage with your pap smear. And then the same thing with the pap smear, it, it covers any follow-up that is needed as well. Wonderful. Well, let's talk about mammograms for a second now. What age should people with breasts start getting them and what frequency? What are some of the basics people should know? We do still have uh, mammograms starting at age 40. And that is for your screening annual mammogram. At any age, if you happen to have any type of lump or breast concern, no matter what your age is, you always want to visit with your practitioner about those concerns and have a breast exam. And it may be that you need a different type of exam. You don't need your annual screening, but you may need that lump followed up with with a diagnostic or with an ultrasound. So the golden rule for screening mammography is 40. But if there's ever any 
difference. Just always make sure you're seeing your practitioner. The only exception to that rule is if you have had an immediate first-degree relative diagnosed with breast cancer. So that would include your mother, your sister, or your daughter. If any of those have been diagnosed with a breast cancer, you want to be sure to start your screening mammography 10 years prior to when they were diagnosed. So if you had a mother diagnosed at age 50, you would still start at 40. But if you had a mother diagnosed any younger than 50, then that would put you, you know, starting your screening mammography in your 30s. So that's just history of your family's breast cancer is a really big factor that, you know, as much information as you can know about your family history, the better. And that would be something to visit with your practitioner about to make sure that you're starting at the appropriate age if you've got that first degree family relative. Now, I know every time I go to see my OBGYN, I actually did a few days ago, you know, they always bring up the importance of the self-breast exam. Tell us why those are so important and how they work with the in-office clinical exams we get annually. Yes, we call it the trifecta, and it is your self-breast exam that should be done monthly, your physician's breast exam that should be done annually, along with your screening mammogram that should be done annually. Self-breast exams are very important. We always want to know our, our whole body but we want to pay attention to our breasts. We want to visually look at them in the mirror as well as doing that self-breast exam. We have one piece of literature that we try to give to especially our newer patients. It's a shower card that you can actually put in the shower, so it's waterproof. It shows the steps of doing a good self-breast exam. At the bottom, there's a little punch-out that you can punch out each month to help keep you on track. And that's a resource that's pretty readily available online if you did any kind of of search for those. But that's a great literature. But that's what we recommend. Annual mammograms after 40. Self-breast exams can start even in your 20s. And then that annual physician breast exam also can be, you know, in your 20s and 30s. Mm -hmm. That early detection is so, so important. Just remind us why it's so critical to our health care. So... Breast cancer is a very treatable disease that, that we like to do early detection for. You want to find your breast cancer as early as possible. That's why the mammography part comes in. That's very, very key. You really don't want your breast cancer to be large enough to feel. You want to catch that earlier on a mammogram. There are also different types of breast cancer that don't always come associated with a lump, and those are cancers that you would never feel. They're what we call calcifications in the breast. And they show up on mammograms kind of like little white grains of salt or sugar. And those can be an early sign of a breast cancer. They can also just be calcium in our breast. It's normal. But that's why it's very important to get your mammogram. Those types of cancers would not just be on a self-breast exam or a physician's breast exam. So that's why it's very key for all three to be done. And I'd love to take a moment to discuss the breast care program, which helps people without insurance. Obviously, such a difficult issue to overcome when it comes to health care. Tell us about that program. So it is a wonderful program that we have here. It's through the Arkansas Department of Health. They have some very minimal requirements. They ask about how many are in your household and your average monthly income. They also will ask just a few other demographic type questions, you know, for sign up. And they 
They will even provide coverage for patients that do have insurance but maybe don't have preventative services with their insurance. So it's not just for patients without any insurance. They also can help to step in for those that, you know, you may have only like emergency type coverages. So being able to provide that service to those, it really helps to eliminate that financial burden because, you know, if you have to choose between... You know, I need groceries this month or gas, or am I going to go spend two or $300 on a mammogram? That can be a deciding factor for some women. So we're very fortunate to have this program in the state. It's been around for several, several years, and we're just so pleased that we get to work directly to be that line in between the patient and that coverage. And wrapping up, Heather, where do you see these outreach programs like Breast Care and like Mammovan going in the future? How will they continue to grow and help the community? Well, our program has, like I said, this part has been started since 2010. We've really reached kind of max capacity with our one van and, and the staff we have. And our, our facility realizes that and they are looking at taking steps to get Another new unit with some new mammography equipment, as well as a second unit with mammography equipment. And that would really, really help to open our reach to the state because, you know, we realize that there are some areas that we go to once or twice a year that we could probably go back three or four times. And then we're very fortunate to almost daily, at least for sure weekly, we have new facilities, you know, calling in wanting to see how can we get you guys to come down Another thing that we do that I think has has been a big help is we will set up at larger facilities or work corporations to do employees. And so that's helping patients not have to take off work. They can just come over. We typically get patients in and out in about 15 minutes. So they're not having to miss work. Their employers are not having to have as many people off work. And the patients are using their coverages and staying healthy. So I would... You know, for our future, we definitely want to to see our program grow and reach more in the state and continue to work with breast care to help provide that barrier of financial problems. Well, some really wonderful things are happening in your department, Heather. Thank you so much for telling us about them today. For more information or to make an appointment, you can call 1-800-259-8794 or visit uamshealth.com slash location slash mammovan. And thanks for listening today. This has been UAMS Health Talk, the podcast by the University of Arkansas for Medical Sciences. I'm Caitlin White. Stay well.